Good morning, guys. Uh, today on the uh, newsletter, we've got uh, a guest post from Amy Devine Kim, uh, is the Chief Policy Officer of the Chamber of Digital Commerce. Uh, I'm going to go down to uh, D.C. for their uh, blockchain summit. They've got this annual uh, meeting uh, on March 11th and 12th. And so I wanted them to uh, put together some thoughts just so you can get a good preview of kind of what uh, the event's about and um, what the uh, quality of the conversation. So Amy did a great job kind of writing up all about how Commissioner Hester Pierce from the SEC uh, is reinvigorating an industry um, and kind of the approach that uh, uh, Pierce is taking um, is quite interesting. So make sure to read that. And then on the news, um, the U.S. House Committee, uh, they're holding this hearing on blockchain benefits for small businesses. Surprise, there's benefits. Uh, how the House Committee uh, got this deep into blockchain technology, uh, I have no clue. Um, but they're really trying to figure out uh, what they can do, I guess, for small businesses to begin using blockchain technology to boost productivity and increase security. Um, you know, I generally think that governments are best positioned to uh, give all the tools to entrepreneurs and then get the hell out of the way. Um, but we'll kind of see how that uh, that hearing goes. Uh, Coinbase, they're uh, testing Clearview's uh, new facial recognition technology. Um, this seems more like a headline grab than uh, than anything, but uh, Clearview AI is a, a New York-based company. Uh, it's a startup that uh, is getting quite a bit of pushback and legal threats from Apple, Google, and others um, just because of some of their practices. Uh, but what they basically do is they have this controversial facial recognition technology um, and Coinbase is one of the 2,200 companies or so that uh, is currently testing it. Um, so we'll see. I, I think generally, as we move forward in the world, uh, facial recognition technology is going to become more pervasive. Um, if there's public information out there on the internet, it will be used uh, for good and for bad um, with a lot of these systems. And so I understand why people are uh, scared uh, or a little fearful, but at the same time, um, if it's public information, it's public information. Uh, the facial recognition technology is improving. Uh, there's kind of an, a known end game of where we're going here. Um, it's no different than, say, if you told people in the 1950s, hey, one day everyone's going to walk around with phones in their pocket and it's going to have GPS tracking on it. You would have said, no way, that world's going to be horrendous, etc. Yes, it uh, definitely provides some uh, challenges, but obviously there, there's benefits to walking around with that phone with GPS in your pocket as well. You know, Uber and Lyft wouldn't exist, for example. So I think that there's always this balance and, and we need to kind of be aware of the pros and cons. Uh, moving on, um, ICE, they've got uh, the, the Immigration Customs Enforcement Agency. Uh, they've got this new intelligence program um, that's being used in every Homeland Security crypto investigation. Um, it's interesting because uh, basically it's a cryptocurrency intelligence program. Um, and uh, there's some agents internally who built the tool. Uh, their unit chief of the HSI's National Bolt Cash Smuggling Center, whatever that is, uh, shed a little light on the mysterious Intel program first mentioned in their recent uh, 2021 budget proposal. Um, but they don't exactly say what it is or how it works. Uh, they basically just say that it helps these uh um, HSI agents, uh, whenever cryptocurrency is involved, you can imagine that uh, basically these homeland security investigations, what they're probably doing is some sort of uh, analysis of on-chain data. Um, obviously, companies like Chain Analysis, Elliptic, CypherTrace, uh, or a company we invested in, um, which is uh, Elementus, they're, they're all uh, kind of 
operating in this space. So those are third-party software uh, providers that uh, sell into different agencies or organizations in kind of a SaaS model. Um, but to see the organizations themselves building their own internal tools is not surprising at all. Um, but just the idea that people are going to use on-chain data uh, for investigations, it's obvious that they're going to do that. And so, uh, one, we've got to be aware of it. Two, also, obviously, we should uh, continue to encourage people to create privacy technology um, to ensure that individual liberties and privacies are preserved. Um, but, but you know, seeing this kind of play out in real time is important to watch. Um, you know, a- another news point from yesterday is coronavirus. Uh, they hit the U.S. stocks uh, Bitcoin climbed up a little bit, uh, but people are saying, you know, hey, is it a safe haven asset or not? I've talked pretty ad nauseum about this um, in terms of just Bitcoin is uncorrelated or non-correlated. Um, and ultimately, that is a really, really compelling point to a lot of uh, individuals. So whether stocks go up or down, bonds go up or down, uh, Bitcoin kind of does its own thing. Um, and so uh, that, that being preserved over time uh, will be really, really important. And then lastly, uh, there's a startup that is uh, trying to tokenize $2.2 billion in commercial real estate through Polymath. Uh, We haven't heard uh, from Polymath in a while, uh, but this commercial real estate marketplace, Red Swan, um, is claiming that they've tokenized $2.2 billion in real estate. Uh, $780 million of that is available to investors in a pre-sale, while the company says that they have another $4 billion in real estate in its tokenization pipeline. Um, You know... Again, tokenization of assets is going to happen. Every stock, bond, currency, and commodity will be digitized in the future. Um, These are really, really big numbers. And given how little traction and success we've seen um, in the tokenization space over the last two to three years, um, seeing $2.2 billion is one of the the early transactions. Um, It's just a big number. And so uh, it'd be great to kind of unpack uh, how that um, exactly is it being calculated, um, how it works, it does the technology actually up and running, um, et cetera. So maybe I'll look into that uh, sometime next week and try to get you guys some answers. But go ahead and uh, check out what uh, what Amy Kim uh, from the Chamber of Digital Commerce wrote for um, the, the op-ed at the top of the email today. Uh, I think it's pretty, uh, pretty well written and uh, pretty interesting. Um, and then you guys have a great weekend and I will uh, talk to you guys on Monday.